Thanks for tuning into this podcast from KYMN Radio. Consider subscribing to get notifications the next time we post a podcast. And if you enjoy this, please leave us a review on Apple Podcast and share with a friend or on social media. And good morning and welcome to a Raider Wrap. 10 o'clock on a Saturday, overcast skies. We're going to have a little bit of overcast skies, maybe a little bit of flurries going on today. And some light, light mists this afternoon. And uh, we should see mostly cloudy skies, but the temperature's warming up to around 38 today. Tonight looks like clear skies, cooling off around 26. Um, if you're looking for uh, a lot of snow and some stuff like that, uh, Hold on to your hats. We're, we're, we're going to have a, a heck of a week this week. Tomorrow is going to be sunshine, 36 degrees, and then tomorrow night cooling off to around 28. Monday, partly sunny skies, a high of 44, cooling off to 31 on Monday night. Tuesday, sunshine, 40. Tuesday nights, cooling off to 26. And then Wednesday, mostly cloudy skies, but check it out, 45 on Wednesday. Wednesday night, cooling off to about 35. And then Thursday, mostly sunny skies and a high of 49. Can you believe it? It's crazy. Friday looks like some sunshine as well, maybe a high of 39 for Friday. So uh, some really pleasant temperatures in the area for the next several days. So a uh, great opportunity to get out and about and enjoy some of this fall weather that we, we still have. It's just a couple minutes after 10 o'clock. We've got a great program for you, hopefully, today. Uh, we're going to be talking uh, and meet the Raider. We'll have Will Bowmaster. Uh, A.J. Reister will go one-on-one with Will on that one. And uh, hopefully we'll have Mike Lucraft from the uh, boys' hockey team will join us this morning. They haven't uh, started their season yet, but they, they're on the ice, and they're, they're getting in condition, and we're hoping for Jeff Staub, the wrestling coach, to be in today as well. So we'll figure it all out and get some stuff back to you and... and uh, but first, let's get caught up with what's going on with our Raider scoreboard with A.J. Reister. A.J., what do you got? Welcome to the Raider scoreboard on the Raider app on KYMN 95.1. The one, I'm A.J. Reister, Raider class of 2022, and we have some games to go over here today. Let's start off with some girls hockey. On Tuesday, they beat Mankato East 5-2. to In the second period, Ayla Puppy had two goals. In the third, Ayla had her third to make it a hat trick. Then Lucy Boland and Emerson Garley each had a goal as well. I've reached Mike Luckcraft. I'm unable to take your call at this time, but please leave me your name, telephone number, and message.
be your best advocate through the entire process from start to finish. Their caring and honest agents and staff want you to be successful in selling your current home or finding the home that's right for you. Professional Pride Realty is dedicated to providing a more personalized service while educating buyers and sellers on today's ever-changing market. Professional Pride Realty, providing you with good information to make good decisions. Welcome back to the Raider Wrap. It's just about four minutes after 10 o'clock. 28 in the area, partly sunny skies, or partly cloudy, depending on um, how if your glass is half empty or half full. But it looks like uh, we're going to get to about 38 today, so another pleasant day for this fall weather. It's uh, November the 27th already. 33, I think there's 34 days left in the year, something like that. Not a lot of, not, not a lot of time left in the year, but uh, we want to welcome our first guest this morning, Jeff Staub, head, head coach for the wrestling team. Jeff, how are you? Great. Um, last year was a, a pretty, I don't know, it was a pretty good year for the team, right? And, and, and Brent Ewell, uh, I talked to him uh, earlier when, he, when they wrapped up their football season. He's one of the assistant coaches. Yeah. And uh, we talked just briefly, and uh, uh, there's a lot of optimism for this team this year. What's, 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 uh, what's so optimistic with the team? Well, you know, last year we did, we did have a good year. It was just kind of a weird year. Um, we... Uh, Won the section finals 52 to 12 and made it to the state tournament. We just, it wasn't the true state tournament where he had to wrestle the first round against a geographical team, which was ended up being Shakopee and we lost and they went on to win the state title. So we have a lot of those kids coming back this year. Um, we lost a couple, but we, we feel we have a very solid team, a very good core group of uh, seniors and uh, a lot of younger kids coming up that are going to fill in those uh, spots. and. Um, the preseason rankings came out in the guillotine, and they have us ranked uh, number nine with Oatana number 10, so it should be a uh, nice little section uh, rival going on this year. So nine in the state? Yeah, in the state. Oh, in wow. the state. Yep. That's, that's, that's got to be, well, that's got to make you feel good a little bit anyway. Oh, yeah. Yep. So what, when you do you have a, like a farm league, if you will? Uh, you got like, like seventh graders, sixth graders, fifth graders that they're doing some wrestling? And then... Yep, we have the K-6 through James Gang program. And uh, that's been very successful over the years. We've won um, multiple state titles and runner-up finishes, and that's all three classes. It's everyone in the whole state, so it's small schools, big schools, the whole works. And uh, that's kind of that's been our feeder program over the years, and that's been very successful. And then we also have a transitional middle school period, um, which is sixth through eighth. Um, but uh, with Minnesota league rules, you can pull up some seventh and eighth graders if they. Because you can you can wrestle or do any sports varsity seven through twelve in Minnesota, so um, we pull a couple of them up. Usually, the lighter weights each year. I, I was going to say probably the yeah the lighter weights. because yes. um, you probably need some of those guys because they start you know they start getting to be a sophomore they start to grow. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, is there is there anyone in particular that? Um, you're you're looking at you know throughout the year to see you know, maybe a standout or somebody that there is higher expectations. Well, yeah, we have a lot of kids that are both. Um, we have a kid state entrance in the past. We have two state place uh, two, state, two state placers coming back onto our team. Uh, Jackson Barron placed sixth at state last year at 106, and he is just an eighth grader. Um, he'll probably be wrestling up at like 126. Uh, Jake Meser placed fourth a couple years ago, and uh, he'll be back. Um, both of them are ranked in the state. We've also got uh, Bo Murphy's ranked um, at 132. Um, Mason Pagel's ranked at uh, 
220. I think he's ranked sixth. And then um, we just have a couple seniors. Like Darren Kuyper has been injured the last couple of years um, with his knee. His knee's finally healthy. So he hasn't been able to finish a season, but he's been ranked in the previous years. And look for him to really turn some heads this year. Um, filling out that uh, senior class is, I said, Bo, Jake, Mason, Oh, Nick Mikula, he'll be back, and he's he was kind of injured last year too. We've had a lot of <laughs> a lot of injury bugs going right. on and working around that, but uh, Nick's going to be a huge contributor to our team as well. How are things different this year than last year, maybe even the previous year, as far as practice goes or locker rooms? Travel? Yeah, it's. I mean, everything's night and day different from last year. I mean, last year was just a, it was a it was a tough year. Yes, we had success. We had. Uh, you know, good teams, but uh, just all the COVID protocols and, you know, only being able to work in a little confined space with one other partner. You can, I mean, it was, it was, there was a lot of rules that made just everything harder. So this year kind of being, it's not opened up per se, but it's, you know, not quite as strict as it has been in the past. Just kind of getting back to a normal practice routine has been real nice. And what does that practice routine look like? You guys, you haven't started yet, right? Oh yeah, we started on uh, Monday. We just haven't had any matches yet. Our first, um, our first, it's a tournament, will be uh, a week from today down in Faribault. So the practice, I mean, it just, you come in, we get warmed up, and we start drilling we go over our normal drills um, we go over some technique and we drill it hard but i can see these guys really want it this year there's a lot of positivity in the the room the kids are holding each other accountable um, to be there to be there on time um, just to get to work when they're in there and it's when you have that we've had that the last few years um, i've been coaching for 21 years not always here at northfield but uh when you get teams that really come in and really want to work and put in the time you know that there's going to be success at the end of the road so are they, were they doing all weight training and stuff like that prior to, to now? Or, yep, or? Yep. <clears throat> we also lift during the season. Um, we get up at 6.30 in the morning, two days a week, and they come in and we do our lifting then. And then, uh, um, yeah, there's a lot of them that played football. And I coach ninth grade football with Coach Ewell, like you were uh, talking about earlier, who's an assistant coach on the wrestling team. And um, he's... It's been an integral part of the program to off-season lift, and we got a lot of the younger guys and the older guys really buying into that and saw a lot of them over the summer in the weight room putting on the muscle. I was going to say, you know, until you get onto the mat, I mean, there's there's techniques, there's moves, there's all this stuff. How do you practice that in the off-season, or do you? Uh, there's a lot of kids that do. Um, there's We go to a camp during the summer. There's a period during the summer where um, – High school coaches can take kids to take their high school wrestlers to camps and stuff like that. It's a waiver period. Um, but other than that, a lot of kids will do freestyle and Greco on their own. It's uh, what they wrestle in the Olympics. It's a little bit different than the high school college rules, but it's it's still wrestling. I mean, it's just scoring is a little different. So we got a lot of kids that uh, do that during the off season just to keep fresh. A lot of kids will – there's a lot of supplemental programs nowadays, which wasn't um, the case 15 years ago, but um, – there's Pinnacle, there's Summit in town, um, Pinnacle's up in Roseville, there's Minnesota Elite in Apple Valley, there's all these things where a lot of kids, there's certain kids on our team that are kind of the high flyers that'll go get that extra, um, and kind of, it's, yeah, it's just, they're, rest, they're training with some of the best kids in the state at these other places. So. And you said that the difference between Greco and is just the scoring, or is there, they're allowed to get a little grappler they, they can do some other moves too, yeah right? well freestyle is a lot like folk style and they're 
they shoot and they can still touch legs. Greco's all upper body. You just can't, you can't, you can't grab the legs. So that is diff. Greco is definitely different, but freestyle is a lot like folk style. It's just that the scoring's different, and uh, there's not much wrestling on the mat. Like it's more from your feet. They'll call you both up if there's no action going on on the mat after like five seconds. So it's a, you either got a quick score or. You're back but you can't the shoot the legs. Or you can shoot the oh, legs in Greco or in freestyle, but not in Greco. Okay, Greco's all upper body. Just gotta. So you got to manhandle the guy to the ground. You got to learn how to use your <laughs> hips, which is great. It makes our kids dangerous. Yeah. You know, if, if anybody, you know, in a in a match of wrestling, if uh, you're down by a lot, you can always put somebody to their back and pin them and still win the match. So that's uh, I think Greco helps with that. Um, gives kids good hips and makes them dangerous. Wow. So in Fairbill, how many? People are showing up for that match, or is it? Uh, oh, that's a uh, it's a tournament. I think there's ten teams, eleven wow. teams, something like that. That's how you start your year off. Yeah, there's a couple tough ones there too. Uh, Stillwater, um, they were semifinals state tournament last year. They're currently ranked fourth. Owatonna will be there, um, and a few other teams. How do you? How does that tournament go then? There's ten teams. They just draw out of a hat, and then you wrestle a couple of them, or you. No, this is an individual tournament. They keep track of a team score, but it's not like uh, you're wrestling against the other team. They just make individual brackets. They'll seed them just from prior results from last year. So they'll seed each bracket: the 106 pound bracket, the 113, and so forth and so on. The 14 weight classes, and uh, it's just a kind of a linear bracket tournament that you're used to seeing. You have the quarterfinals first, then the semifinals, and the wrestlebacks, which are the consolations, and just like a normal bracket. But it's individual. <clears throat> it's individual, See, it's yeah. individual weight. So how many how many guys will get to wrestle in that then? 14. I mean, so it's that's your lineup. Yep. It'll be your lineup. And then we'll have our JV there too. JV does something similar in the um, other gym. They have two gyms in Fairbolt. So how many... I mean, so that's 28, but uh, do you have more than that on your roster? We don't. This year we're actually a little low with our numbers. We've had up to 40 before, but uh, with the JV, they'll allow however many JV wrestlers you have can go into a bracket. So however many <clears throat> got, squads you got or people, people, how many bodies you got, they, yep. everyone's going to get a shot. Everyone gets the wrestle. Awesome. So then what happens after uh, the Fairbowl tournament there? Then <clears throat> do you start doing like triangulars and, yep. and different stuff like that, or is it just mano y mano? It's a little bit of both. So the, the Thursday after that, we host uh, Rochester Mayo, so that'll just be a duel. And uh, the weekend after that, we'd go to Hastings for a quad, which is we'll wrestle Hastings, uh, Forest Lake, and I uh, can't think of the other team right now, but... Um, yeah, and they're all oh Coon Rapids, and they're all kind of ranked in lean and mean teams. Right. So it's a good little, good little quad we got uh, going on on that Saturday. Uh, you know, two weeks from today. So you get to, I mean, the beauty of that is you get to see some of the better teams in the state, and correct, and you get to match up early in the season too. Yeah. So that's got to help all around. You know, just uh, and especially if you start getting some wins out of that. Yeah, absolutely. That, it's going to help boost that that confidence in those wrestlers. Yep. yep. So. Um, that's uh is there is there a when you talk about the guys being in the locker room and, and whatever and they're you know they got a good attitude and stuff like that are they are they confident as a team that they can get to the state this year are they setting a goal to do something like that or do they do they set daily goals weekly goals i mean how do you how do you go about that and keep people level we you know we set a season goal and definitely this team believes they will be at the state tournament and they're gonna wrestle that way i don't think it's uh 
Um, they're not they're not overconfident. They're just confident in the fact that they're going to work hard. They're going to put in the work and. Um, yeah, that is definitely our goal to get the state tournament and hopefully place at the state tournament. That's uh, kind of a big goal. We did that back in 2019, and uh, we kind of want to get back to that. Um, but, yes, we do weekly goals. We take one match at a time. We're always looking forward to the next match, not the one after that. We just take care of business. All right, this is who we're focusing on. This is what we're doing this week. Let's get let's get good at this, and let's get ready for this Faribault tournament. You know, it's, 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 an, it's obviously more of an individual sport. I mean, yep. it is, there is a team sport, but yet it's, it's yep. individual. Yep. So, I mean, are you going to, like, so you go into this first tournament, you get that one over with, and then you're, you're going to go to your next tournament. I mean, uh, again, it's not like a team, like you're, you're not playing football. Right. You know, <laughs> it's not this team concept, you know, and you got your offense, defense, and then you got your special team. It's, you got fourteen guys that are that are focused on fourteen other individuals. Correct. Yep. So I mean, how do you? I mean, are there? You obviously you know do some scouting and then yep. determine. Okay, you need to wrestle this guy, and this is what your approach needs to be. And you're wrestling this guy, and this is your approach. Absolutely. So the team aspect to it at uh, for duels and tries and stuff like that when you're wrestling another team is uh, we'll have our guys weigh in certain weights and uh try to do the best matchups we can you can always bump up one weight class and we've put people in that's kind of the strategy part to uh wrestling a duel um and you try to look where you can get the most wins so how 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 soon before the match can you make those determinations like right Uh, up to last minute oh yeah you can do it right up there's they, they flip a coin before um the match starts and you get either odds or evens if you get odds you present on the all the odd numbered matches so the first match whatever that is that's considered an odd match and you have to present your wrestler first so you kind of look at strategy you know before the duels and go oh i'd like really like to get evens with this duel that means we can weigh both these guys in at this weight and we can put this one on this guy and we can put our this other guy on this guy and you know just from scouting looking at results of the other teams and try to make it work right so what is the weigh-in rule if you will i mean You've got it, what, 116, 106, 113, 120. Um, that's the weight class. You have to come in at that weight uh, right before the match, correct? Correct. It's usually uh, before an individual tournament on Saturdays, you weigh in two hours before you start wrestling. Um, with a duel, it's it's two hours before the varsity wrestlers, wrestles, but JVO wrestle an hour after that. So if you have a try or, a try or a quad, meaning there's three or four teams at a at a site that you're wrestling all of them, um, it's an hour. So if you weigh in and you hit that weight, then it's two hours waiting period? Do yep, they, for do the they tournament. Ha- <clears throat> do they hammer down spaghetti and uh, meatballs? <laughs> not too much spaghetti and meatballs. That's usually, you know, <laughs> the, the yeah, night that's before. the carbs for the night <laughs> yeah, before. Yeah. But, you know, it depends. I mean, some kids are really um, close to their weight and they want to watch it. And so they're, they're it's it's not a night before type process. It's it's a it's a plan. It's a season plan. You know, it's eating healthy if they want to wrestle at a certain weight and, um, you know, a lot of working out and things along those lines. But for some of the bigger guys, yeah, they, they just they don't have to worry about their weight. If you're wrestling or if you're at a spot where um, you're a couple pounds under it just on a daily basis, you just eat like you'd normally eat. Right. Yep. Um, heavyweight. Where's, what's, what's the cutoff for heavyweight? 285. So you have to be... Under 285. Under 285. Yeah, from 220 to 285. Okay. Because the weight class below it is 220 pounds, and to wrestle 220, you have to be between 195 and 220. 
So if you're 195.1, you didn't make the 195 weight class, you can wrestle the 220 weight class. But there's sometimes there's there's a two pound growth allowance in January, so 106 really becomes 108. And then if you wrestle back to back nights, let's say we wrestle a Friday, then a Saturday, which we do sometimes. The Friday night will be scratch weight, so if 106 has to be 106.0 or lower, and then um, the next day would be 107. So all the teams get right. that, whatever's at that tournament. If any team wrestles the night before, now 106 becomes 107. So 285 is the max. That's the max, yep. I, I, I guess I never knew that. I always thought that heavyweight means, hey. Back in the day, in the 70s and 80s, it was unlimited. Well, more 70s, and then they put a cap on it. it was there a particular reason for that, or...? Well, I don't know. I'm, I had some 400-pound guys in the Olympics. and Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think for high school, probably, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing the liability issues right. of having somebody 200 pounds heavier than somebody else wrestling them could, with some injury. Be a problem. Yeah. Yeah, it could be a problem. Jeff Staub is our <laughs> guest this morning. Uh, 21 minutes after 10 o'clock. I want to thank Jeff for coming in. Appreciate you jumping in the studio in here. Uh, good luck to the guys. Good luck to you. Good luck to the, the team. And uh, we'll, we'll get you back in here in a couple more weeks, and we'll, let's figure out where we're at, if we've moved on that ranking at all. Sounds good. All righty. Thank, thank you. you. Yes, Jeff Staub, head coach for the Northfield Raiders wrestling team, joins us this morning. We'll have more coming up for you, hopefully, here in just a little bit, right here on KYMN. Attention Northfield Pharmacy patients. Following the recent sale, all Northfield Pharmacy patients have been transferred to Walgreens. It's your health and your choice on where you fill your prescriptions. Sterling Pharmacy offers the same great service you've been used to at Northfield Pharmacy, and we're only 900 feet from your old pharmacy. Call Sterling at 507-645-4455 or visit us at YourSterlingPharmacy.com to transfer your prescriptions today. We look forward to meeting you. Heritage Dental Care is a general dental clinic that has been a part of the community for over 50 years. They specialize in a variety of dental procedures and services. Comfort. I've reached Mike Luckcraft. I'm unable to take your call at this time, but please leave me your name. Tell Hi, I've reached Mike Luckcraft. I'm unable to take your call at this time, but please leave me your name, telephone number, and message, and I'll get back to you as soon as I Builders, or give us a call, 507-366-1288. Johnson Ryland Builders Remodelers, where custom-built homes meet your budget and your dreams. 
Good morning and welcome back to a Raider Wrap. Jimmy LaRue with you on a Saturday morning, 1025. was hoping to get Mike Lucraft on the, on the phone today, but it uh, looks like uh, he is unavailable, so uh, we've had to switch some things up here a little bit today. Uh, they went 12-6 and last year, lost to Hastings in the final game last year, and it looks like the uh, Raider hockey team uh, will have uh, a lot of their top scorers will be out this season as they graduated a, a lot of their top seniors, but they've got uh, several people that were on the team last year, Mike Fossum, Luke Johnson, Gabe Sawyer, Matt DePue, Spencer Klotz, Cade Munson, two of the top scorers on the team were Klotz and Munson, so they're coming back this season, and it should be a fun and exciting season. We'll be able to do some of those games for you. We're going to be bringing some of those games to you this year, and we'll bring that to you on KYMN and 95.1 and on AM1080, and we'll be streaming live on KYMNRadio.net. So if you'd like to check out some of our programs and see what's going on and see if you want to look back at some of the Raider raps or anything like that, you can always go to KYMNRadio.net, type on programs, go to the Raider Rap, and then you can select any of the dates that are available there so you can listen back and hear the previous interviews of the coaches or teams or players or the one-on-ones with Meet the Raiders. Uh, or you can even download it and uh, save it for posterity, if you will. Uh, t- today looks like some scattered flurries, uh, maybe a light sprinkle here or two uh, throughout the afternoon. It's going to warm up to about 38 and then... For tonight, looks like mostly clear skies, cooling off to around 26. And then tomorrow, mostly sunny skies, a high of 36. And for Sunday night, mostly cloudy, a low of around 28. And warming up for Monday, partly sunny and a high of 44. Monday night, cloudy, low of 31. And for Tuesday, sunshine again and a high near 40. It's overcast skies here at 32. And let's go check out our meet the raider we'll uh, mix things up here a little bit we'll meet the raider right now with aj reeser and his interview today with will bowmaster so let's cut away to aj and this week's meet the raider good morning northfield raiders welcome back to raider rap i'm aj reeser raider class of 2022 and this morning i am joined by will bowmaster captain of the nordic team will how are you doing this morning i'm doing good how about yourself I'm doing wonderful. Thanks for waking up this morning with us. So, Will, uh, the Nordic team. I've reached Mike Luckcraft. I'm unable to take your call at this time, but please leave me your name, telephone. Hey, sorry about that. There he is. What's, I got delayed. What's up? All right. Are you at Mystic? I'm not. I'm at home. I just got back from Mystic. So. Got it. All righty. Go. All right. So we got uh, AJ's doing a interview with Bowmaster, and that'll be done here in a couple of minutes. Okay. Uh, and then we'll uh, we'll talk some hockey. 
Sounds good. All right, thanks. Hold on. Team this year are kind of looking to take leaps and bounds forward to continue the success of this team. And who are kind of the underclassmen that you're looking to, who you're looking forward to seeing? It'll be no shocker uh, to those who follow uh, cross country running that I'm looking at Nathan Amundsen <laughs> and Andy Amundsen. Nathan Amundsen um, last year he came in first year skiing and he ended up being one of our top guys just because he has a, such an endurance base and he's just able to go super quick. But I think if we really hone in on Nathan's form, he can be really a, just a good skier, just a crazy good skier, actually. And then his brother, Andy Amundsen, has been working so hard to try and beat Nathan. Uh, so I'll be watching that throughout the season uh, to see if that comes true. But I think Andy put in a lot of work over the summer, from what I hear, and I'll be looking forward to what they end up doing. I'm also looking at David, my other captain. Um, last year, he really improved his form, and he got super quick over the season. Uh, but he also started working out um, a little bit more in the off season, and uh, I think he'll be even faster than he was last year. So That's awesome. And normally, the Nordic team... Uh, kind of towards the over winter break, they go on. You guys go on a trip to Michigan. Obviously, last year that didn't happen. Are you guys able to go on that trip to Mich- Michigan? And then, what do you guys do up there? Uh, so yeah, we do have it uh, planned this year. We're looking forward to it after not having it last year. Uh, so what it is is a it's a three day three day trip where we go up to Ironwood, Michigan, uh, and we ski around the beautiful trails there. Um, ABR Wolverine. And then on our way back, we usually like to hit the Berkebeimer trails. And they're all just beautiful trails up there. We can always guarantee there's going to be snow up there. But, yeah, it's a super fun trip. Uh, and it really helps some of our newer skiers really excel. I mean, a lot of kids, they just go on the trip and then they come back and they're varsity skiers. I know a few people who have done that. So, Yeah, that's, that's, some, that's some awesome stuff. A great experience for those young guys to get some miles is skiing on them and then uh kind of one of my last questions for you will what are the team's goals going into the season obviously last year you did incredibly well at the sections kind of just uh just a surprise amazing section meet what are kind of the goals this year for you guys as a team so yeah we kind of had a shocker uh getting that third and i think that we'll be ready to Go in about uh, three minutes. Looking at that, uh, me and David are seeing if if we can rally the guys to kind of get into a position where that's possible. Um, We are missing Luke Alabuni, who was one of our key players last year in that third place. So we're looking if we can get him back. If we can't, we're just going to have to work especially hard. I've seen some great strides made by these guys and. I think uh, we have the determination uh, to get to get into that second place. So it'll be interesting. Yeah, it sounds like a lot of fun, especially with a chance to the state meet on the line. Thank you, Will, for joining me today. I had a great time, and good luck this season. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. We've got more sports coming up. You're listening to the Raider Wrap on KYMN 95.1, The One.
Did you know mutual insurance companies are for everyone? And mutual insurance companies provide coverage at or near cost? Since 1876, Wanamingo Mutual Insurance Agency has proudly offered homeowners insurance to our area. With Wanamingo Mutual Insurance, all decisions are made locally, so you can expect quick, responsive claim service with small-town customer service by agents who know your name. So for homeowners, auto, or farm combination package quotes, contact an insurance company that knows you by your name, not your policy number. And that's Wanamingo Mutual Insurance Agency in Wanamingo at wgomutual.com. Hi, Dr. Michael Ritchie, Ritchie Eye Clinic and LASIK Center. The holidays are right around the corner. Time to look at your Christmas list. Do you have some hard-to-shop-for people, your spouse, kids, or grandkids? Consider a LASIK gift card and give the gift of sight. Who knows? LASIK just might be the present you decide to give yourself. Ritchie Eye Clinic and LASIK Center, Faribault. World-class LASIK, small-town traffic. RitchieEyeClinic.com. And welcome back to the Raider Wrap 27 before 11. We're at about 30 degrees with partly sunny skies on the way to about 39 for today, but plenty of sunshine throughout the rest of the week and mild temperatures. Well, we were able to find him. I think he was uh, out fixing the Zamboni or something, head coach of the boys' hockey team. Mike Lucraft joins us. Mike, good morning. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing well. How about yourself? Good. How's that Zamboni running, by the way? It's running good now. <laughs> Uh, coach of many, many talents. Um, let's go back to last year real quick. And uh, last year in the uh, quarterfinals, I believe, uh, you went out to Hastings. But it was, it, was, it was a forfeit, wasn't it? It was a forfeit. Unfortunately, uh, there was a COVID exposure the week of the section playoffs. And uh, it was determined that the team would not be able to compete in the section playoffs. So that was... Very disappointing for a really, really good group of seniors, um, you know, that had been there. Some of the guys had been there for four years, so just a tough way to kind of end your high school hockey career. Yeah, it was. Uh, they, I mean, they were twelve and six on the year, so you know they had a decent season going in. It was kind of fun and exciting. Um, you did have Carson Van Zyen, which is one of the seniors that uh, you know was one of your top performers there. You, there was uh, Will Tadona, Davis Royal, Josh Kruger, Ryan Will, Micah Olson, Isaac Johnson, uh, Bodie Hasse. I mean, all those guys, all the seniors, and they had a lot of time on the ice, and they seemed to gel pretty well towards the end of the year, and they seemed to they seemed to work well together as a team. Yeah, it was a fun year. Like I said, that's a that's a great group. They uh, they had a talented career of, of hockey through Northfield. Um, Carson is still playing um, in junior, so that's fun to watch. He you know was was great to follow his path through high school hockey as he broke the school record of scoring last year. So that was a good accomplishment, especially in a COVID shortened season. Um, and the kids gelled together well. I mean, it was a trying time for everybody uh, across the country, but also high school sports were were very tricky and. Hockey's a tough sport to social distance. You know, you're, there's contact, and and kids are working hard, so wearing masks and you know trying to train in pods was was challenging. But it was the same for everybody. So um, I was proud of those kids with the way they handled it and uh, and how they finished off their careers. I can't remember how did Hastings end up. Do you remember? <laughs> they lost to Lakeville South. Of in course, the South. Next round, so, <laughs> so. Yep. <laughs> uh, south. Um, 
there always seemed to be a nemesis. Uh, but uh, just on a, on a happy note, for the girls, they just played Lakesville South last week in the home opener and won that one 4-2. to So that's a big boost for them as well. So you've got, um, you know, you got a lot of guys coming back into the season. I mean, you still got... Guys like uh, Mike Fossum and Luke Johnson and Gabe Sawyer and Matt Debuse and Spencer Klotz and Caden Munson were two of your top performers last year as far as points-wise. So there's still got to be some serious optimism here because you do have a bunch of guys that are juniors and and, uh, uh, seniors this year, and they've had a lot of playing time in the past. So uh, you were able to get on the ice. You've been getting on the ice. You're warming up. Your first game is going to be Tuesday night. What are you seeing about your team this year? Yeah, it's a real unique situation. This is my eighth year coaching and maybe the first time that we've had as much depth um, as we've had this year. So not only, you know, with the return with some offensive talent of, of Spencer um, and Caden, but, you know, also um, Colin Merritt and Gabe Sawyer, you know, are both, you know, seasoned uh, varsity players returning, but we've got really a super strong cast of young players. The, the sophomores coming up um, are really talented, uh, hardworking, fast, skilled players. We've got a freshman in Brayden Olson that'll, that'll bring some offensive talent to the table. Um, we've got some really, really nice defensemen. Ty Frank is a sophomore defenseman that will contribute a lot. Um, but it's, uh, and then maybe the biggest piece is Keaton Wallach back in goal. So he's the junior and uh, kind of took over the starting role last year um so we've got kind of depth for the first time in all three areas so we're we're excited it's going to be a good year i, I can't see is jack is jack the backup there in the goal there or who do you get for backup yeah we there's not really uh we kind of have a three a three-headed rotation there so um trayton shimoda is a sophomore he'll come up and and you know get some jv minutes and back up you know, in the varsity when, when, uh, when Keaton's in the net and then Elliot Piker is a senior, um, Elliot also will back up Keaton, um, and also get some JV minutes. So there's three goalies that, uh, that are part of the program and, um, you know, right, right away. Anyways, Keaton will get the bulk of the varsity minutes and the other two guys will, you know, kind of split JV time and then back up uh, the varsity, um, and jump in there when needed. What's, is there a reason? I mean, normally, I mean, you, you, during the game, you probably announce that Keaton is the starting goalie, I would think, or, or do you rest your goalie? No, he's the guy. Um, yep. Keaton has, is a super, super, he's one of the top goalies in the state. So not that the other guys aren't capable because they certainly are, but you know, goaltending in high school hockey is like pitching in baseball. You know, that position is, ultra critical and and so we're excited that uh that he's playing at the level he's playing at but yeah he'll 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 be our varsity starter and and see most of the minutes um you know depending on injury or or illness right. or anything like that he'll be the guy his save percentage was 921 last year if you're up in the nines 920s 930s um that's that's a excellent that's excellent goal Real, goaltending oh yeah yep yeah we uh we, we faced a lot of shots last year, so that save percentage, you know, sometimes isn't even relative to how good uh, a goaltender can be playing. Quality of shots and, you know, where they're coming from. And um, Keaton was exceptional last year, so we're, we're expecting him to follow along that same path. 
Well, then, uh, yes, indeed, it does look like there's some optimism there. Uh, 12 and 6, like I said, last year, and then you're going into, looks like Tuesday night is going to be your first matchup. And what a way to start the season. You're going to go up against Farmington. Farmington usually has a pretty good squad to put on the ice, too. Uh, yeah, it'll be a really good game. Um, <clears throat> Farmington did not have a great record last year, but this, they play a really tough schedule, and they had a, a lot of close, a lot of close games, a lot of close losses. You were talking about Lakeville South before, who I think they lost a couple times at Lakeville South, but just by a couple goals. So um, they'll play hard. That's kind of their MO as they always uh, play a good physical, hard game and uh, you know can come down to goaltending and special teams. But first game of the season, I'm guessing both teams will make some mistakes, just you know, anxious play, and, and you get out of position a little bit that way. But um we're looking forward to getting getting on the ice for actual game time, and uh, I'm anxious to see what uh, this group of guys can do. I'm, I'm, we're optimistic for sure. Hey, there's did, did you do any scrimmaging, or do you just do inter inter squad scrimmage? We scrimmage Burnsville kind of midweek of tryouts with kind of a split squad, and then uh, last Saturday went up and scrimmaged Simley, and um, had a good competitive scrimmage with them. So. That's a good chance for for teams to compete against other you know other players. It seems like when you're playing your own guys, um, there's not real physical play. It's 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 not pond hockey, but it's uh, <laughs> right. it's, not, it's it's not it's not quite the normal physical play that you see when you're competing against a different opponent. So that was good for us to play two different teams um, preseason before we actually get into real game action. Uh, and then, you know, Friday, you're going to take on Thief River Falls. They're coming all the way from up there, three hours, four-hour trip, whatever that is, um, down to down to Northfield. And um, and then it's Faribault, and then you, you know, get going with Faribault, Red Wing, Faribault again, St. Paul Academy, Holy Angels. I mean, you mix it up a little bit. You, you get outside of the Big Nine a little bit and, and, and compete against other teams. Yeah, always the goal to try to find really competitive non-conference games. Um, sometimes in the Metro when we can find that, sometimes um, outside the Metro with a team like Thief River. So I know that uh, they, they're, you know, Northern teams bring a little different style. They like to bang bodies and they compete hard. So that's the, the start of our schedule is great. Um, it's going to give us two good physical teams to, to compete against. Always raises your own team's level to have to try to compete with a different style of hockey. And then we jump into the Big Nine schedule with Faribault, Red Wing, uh, and then Faribault, and then uh, yep, the Holiday Tournament. Holy Angels ha always has a nice team, right? So we're kind of we're kind of back to a few of those old um, Minnesota Conference games with Farmington and uh, and Holy Angels. So that's kind of fun. Well, it looks like we've uh, you know it's going to be open open season here coming up here in just a couple of days tuesday night november 30th at farmington at schmitz mikey uh, ice arena uh face off is at seven o'clock i am pretty confident that if people wanted to go to farmington and watch the game uh there I, I, are there any additional restrictions this year that you're aware of yeah that's maybe the the most exciting part at least from my perspective is that uh at least so far we're playing hockey a little more normally, which which is fun. The kids are enjoying that. I know rinks. Some of the rinks definitely do have uh, mask mandates or mask restrictions, but you know we always tell our our parents or fans just to make sure they have a mask in their pocket if that's you know if that's something that's required by the rink. So, um, and you know who knows with with the different uh, things that are out there, but uh, I, I definitely would have that with me just just in case. 
Are you being updated from week to week to week? Because now we've heard there's yet another, you know, variant that has been discovered again. And then there's another variant, which, you know, I'm thinking that this thing's going to be around forever. But um, are you guys talking about that all the time? Is Joel Olson working with you guys and saying, hey, guys, this is what we're talking about. This is what's happening. This is, you know, a potential change. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're uh, it's fluid. So we, we get daily, weekly up, updates. And then as you know, as we go to away arenas, there's always some communication from visiting athletic directors to what the policies are. And that gets shared um, not only with our, our players, but our parents and our and our fans. So um, there's not any surprises when they get to arenas. So, um, yes, it's it's rapidly updated. Now they get on. They don't really shower. They don't use the locker rooms, right? You get done playing. You take your gear off. You grab your street clothes. You get on the bus, and you boom down the road you go, right? Yeah, that's the program, correct. And then when you get there, so let so now you come off the bus. You grab your gear. You go in the locker room. You get your stuff on. You go and boom, you go out and warm up. And then, I mean, there's not a lot of a lot of close downtime in the locker rooms, right? No, and that would be a little bit of a change from last year because the mandate last year was basically to, to, to bus dressed. Um, and then all you're putting on kind of in the locker room was, you know, skates and helmets, but, but there was definitely some, it was a different vibe because they had, you know, just chairs set up down the hallways and, and very few kids in locker rooms. And so you, as you were doing any pregame or any uh, coaching in between periods, it was all with small groups of players, so you were almost identifying the different lines independently and then the defensemen independently and then the goaltenders independently. So it didn't really have, you know, that team feel. That's, you know, one of the really fun parts about playing high school hockey is, you know, the camaraderie in the locker room before and after practice and games and the bus rides and everything that, that just goes on with team events. So we're hoping we're able to do that. There is a mask mandate to ride the bus, and so the kids are good about following along with that. But we're hoping that the other parts of the non-ice uh, participation are able to continue a little more normally this year, but I guess we'll see how that all comes down. Wow. I, I just I can't even imagine how uncomfortable that would have. I mean, uh, did uh, <laughs> did Keaton have to like put his gear on and ride the bus? Goalies were the exception. Oh, okay. So everybody else, yeah, but goalies were the were the exception to that. So they I'm, were allowing goalies not to have to be dressed. Right. Um, yeah. But, the, but even so, then, yeah, they, with all the shin pads and the and the breezers and the, uh, and, the, and, the, and the shoulder pads, I mean that uh, the, you know some of those bus rides were about an hour or more long, so that had to have been uncomfortable. Yeah, just that's the challenge a little bit of the big nine is that almost every, you know, you know, we're a couple times to Mankato, four times down to Rochester, Albert, all those are are an hour plus ride. So, you know, typically the guys like to comfortably dress and then when they get to the rink, especially the varsity guys who are playing in the second game, because we last year we bust independently. So the JV bus went and then a secondary bus came. That's the first time in the eight years that I've coached that we've not bust together. So. Again, that busing piece rides everybody together. So the varsity guys are getting to the to the JV game, you know, two hours, two plus hours in advance of the start of the varsity game. So hopefully, uh, you know, they're not required <laughs> to dress 
and uh, and ride with gear, that would be a long time uh, oh. sitting in your shin pads. Yeah, <laughs> no kidding. Boy, yeah, coming from Thief River Falls for four hours? Come on now. Yeah, uh, right. <laughs> well, Coach, I appreciate you uh, getting back to us here today and uh, uh, wish you the best of luck in uh, your opener against Farmington and throughout the rest of the season, and uh, go Raiders. Thank you. Appreciate the time, and as always, uh, your support. Um, we're looking forward to a great season. All righty. Thank you very much. Mike Lucraft, head coach of the Northfield Raiders hockey team, boys hockey team. They're going to get their season up and running. We've got the gals playing today again, I believe, in St. Cloud. Uh, they'll be here. They're in a tournament over the weekend, and they're playing uh, today. Um, sometime this afternoon, I believe, the girls are out there in St. Cloud going to uh, play some hockey. Uh, they started out really, really well, 4-0 and so far on the season, so... Um, uh, good luck to to them today, and uh, the boys take on Farmington on Tuesday in Farmington. So that is an optimistic opportunity here. So it looks like the Raiders uh, hockey team, our hockey teams are looking good, our wrestling teams looking good, our skis teams are looking good. It's all just bright and cozy for Northfield, isn't it? Though. Hey, thanks for joining us. Don't forget to check us out every Saturday morning at ten a.m. as we bring you the Raider Wrap. Right here on 95.1, the one. Heritage Bank is the locally owned bank that cares about this community and a bank that you can count on. At Heritage Bank, the mortgage process is convenient and easy. Their real estate mortgage specialists will help guide you through the process of buying a home. Heritage Bank is honored to be voted the best bank in Northfield in 2020 and is looking forward to continuing its fantastic service in 2021. During your visit, don't forget to grab some coffee at the Hideaway Vault located inside Heritage Bank in Northfield. Heritage Bank would like to wish the Raiders the best live luck this season. Let's go Raiders! Many of us would love an extra flexible way to earn money, especially before the holidays. Benjamin Bus and Northfield Lines have many driving positions available, including vans that won't require a CDL, small and regular-sized school buses, and motor coaches. These positions offer flexible hours, days off when kids are out of school. You can even bring your kids to work with you. Benjamin Bus and Northfield Lines offer on-site training and testing along with wages up to $21 an hour. No experience necessary. Stop by Benjamin Bus on Highway 3 in Northfield and we'll be happy to answer any questions. Since 1876, Wanamingo Mutual Insurance Agency has proudly offered homeowners and farmers fire, wind, and auto insurance. With Wanamingo Mutual Insurance Company, all decisions are made locally so you can expect quick, responsive claim service with agents who know your name. So for homeowners, farm combination packages along with fire, wind, or auto insurance quotes, contact an insurance company that knows you by name, not your policy number. That's Wanamingo Mutual Insurance Agency in Wanamingo at WGoMutual.com. Hi, this is Barb from Professional Dental Group, letting you know that the doctors and staff are proud to call themselves Norfield Raiders sports fans. Professional Dental Group has delivered the same exceptional care for over 35 years. Whether you are scheduling for a general visit or an emergency appointment, we are excited to see your smile. So on behalf of Dr. Becky Johnson, Dr. Brian Craby, Dr. John Nowak, and Dr. Tyler Yonke, go Raiders! Come enjoy Black Friday savings throughout the month of November here at Northfield Ford Chrysler. 
Visit us to see the latest F-150 trucks, along with pre-owned cars and trucks available in every price range. Gobble, gobble, gobble for a good deal and feast on the savings. Come see the difference at Northfield Ford Chrysler. If you're ready for an extraordinary sales experience, we're ready to serve. Open six days a week, located on Highway 3 here in Northfield. From Northfield Ford Chrysler, the home of the best price guarantee. Go Raiders! At Community Resource Bank, we are passionate about helping others be smart with their money. After all, money is one of the most complex issues in our lives. Our team is passionate about helping guide you through your financial journey. As a local, independent community bank, we focus on creating products and services that make sense for our neighbors and our community. We think your money should work even harder than you do. Stop in and let's talk about how to make that happen. Community Resource Bank in Northfield, Cannon Falls, and Roseville. Let's bank together. Member FDIC. Well, that's a wrap for you. A Raider wrap, that is. Six, seven minutes before 11 o'clock. And don't forget to check out Deck the Falls today. They're going to kick off the uh, Deck the Falls events in Cannon Falls. That's all going on this afternoon and today. A lot of fun stuff going on. And about 5 o'clock tonight, they're going to have the little Deck the Falls parade. They're going to have some caroling going on. And then they're going to light the tree ceremony. That's going to be about 5.45. And then at 6 o'clock, there'll be some fireworks for you. Uh, just before that, the uh, School of Dance performance will take place. And then about 6.10 this evening, they're going to have a fireworks display over in Cannon Falls as they kick off the uh, winter event of Deck the Falls, schedule of events. You can get the, your information from the Cannon Falls uh, Chamber of Commerce if you want to know what's going on throughout the, the rest of the year. Same with over in Northfield here. If you want to go to the Northfield Chamber of Commerce, they'll have a list of all kinds of fun and events that will be going on with the Winter Walk and different things like that that are going to take place uh, throughout the month of December. So lots of fun stuff going on for you. And what a just a beautiful day to do it. It's going to be mostly sunny skies today they say partly cloudy but yeah you know we'll see what happens all right high around 38 so it's going to be a pretty pleasant day it's only going to cool off to 26 so another very very pleasant day tomorrow sunshine and a high of 36 and then for tomorrow night it looks like it's going to cool off to around 28 sunny skies on monday 44 can you believe that monday night looks like it's going to cool off around 31 tuesday mostly sunny and 40 wednesday mostly cloudy a high of 45 thursday sunshine and a high of 49. Can you believe it? And then Friday, it's coming back a little bit more towards reality, and we'll see sunny skies, but it's only going to warm up to around 39 on Friday. So a great week to get out and enjoy, like I said, the fall season and the winter season and the holiday seasons, and oh, it's all so much fun, right? We got mostly cloudy skies, I guess you could say. We got the little sunshine peeking its head through the clouds a little bit, and we're up to 31 currently in the area so thanks for joining us this morning on the raider wrap don't forget to join us every saturday morning as we bring you the raider wrap we'll have of course our scores and highlights along with meet the raider with aj reister and we'll just talk a little shop with some of the high school coaches along the way so we'll try to 
keep you entertained and get you informed of what's going on with Raider activities. We'll have to get Joel Olson back on the on the program here probably next week to talk a little bit more about just what's going on with the uh, winter activities here for Raider Sports. Five minutes in front of 11 o'clock. Jimmy LaRue bidding you adieu. We'll see you next week.